Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Creating the Inevitable Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm actually recording the podcast a day early because I'm feeling so lit up and activated by a conversation I was having in my DMs last night. And I really feel called. This is not what I had planned for this podcast episode to be about, but I really feel called to share my journey to here. I want to tell you guys about why I became a coach and also share with you what it's been like to build a business while being a stay-at-home mom. My desire for you when listening to this podcast is to ground you in the knowing that circumstances do not dictate the decisions that you make in your life and the success that is available for you to create in your business. I also want it to be a lesson for you and proof that nobody knows what's best for us. You truly are the authority of your life and your business. So I started my business back in November of 2020 and Even saying that, I always smile when I say that because November is my month, y'all. I just love the month of November. First of all, it's my birthday month, but also I started my business in November and an already exciting month is forever going to be so sentimental to me because it was when I decided to be brave enough to do this thing, to start my own business. 2020 was a big year for all of us with the pandemic and everything we went through in the U.S. socially and politically and culturally. 2020 is a big year and it was a huge year of transformation for me on top of all of that because it is the year that I decided to take my power back and to take my life back. By 2020, my husband and I had had our son, he was born in 2016, and our daughter in 2017. And after having our daughter, for those of you who don't know my story, I went through a long stretch, years of undiagnosed and untreated postpartum depression. I was very depressed, and most of the people in my life didn't know about it. I was very functional. And it's so interesting having gone through that. I'm just going off on a little side note here. Anytime I meet with someone or talk to someone about depression, whether it's their story or the story of someone they know or a loved one, I have so much empathy for people who have experienced depression because I know that going through depression, I did not feel strong. But on the other side of it, it's so easy for me to now see I was so strong. Even at what felt like my weakest, I was so strong. And I know that so many people who have a loved one or know someone with depression, I know that it's often shocking because they're like, I didn't even know they were depressed. I didn't even know that they were going through that, navigating that, struggling with that. And I believe it. I hid my depression very well. So 2020 was the year that I I was really already coming out of my depression, but 2020 was the year that I found coaching. 
I signed up for, I want to say it was a three-week program that really was a reset on my relationship with myself and especially my relationship with my thoughts and my feelings. And I, that program was so transformational. I could not believe how different I felt at the end of three weeks. So I started diving into this world of coaching and these tools even deeper. And at the same time, I was going through really this rut in my career of knowing that I liked the industry I was in. I worked in corporate America, human resources. I really loved human resources, but I didn't love the job I was doing. And I was considering even a pivot into something that felt more impactful. I was thinking about nursing. Nursing was always something I thought about. I was thinking about psychology. That was another industry that I would go back and forth on and nothing felt quite right. But I remember watching my first business coach and she was pivoting into business coaching at the time and helping women start their own businesses. And I just had this thought one day of, I could do this. I could be a coach. I knew that the tools, even at the beginning of this journey, they were so transformational. And all I wanted to do was help more women feel better in their life, feel more connected to themselves, feel more confident And I remember reaching out to this coach, my first, I say this coach, I remember reaching out to my first business coach, her name's Jessica, and she was running a program that was all, she was running a program centered around helping you start your business. And I remember sending her a DM and asking her, you know, this thought of becoming a coach is very new. (laughs) Like this almost feels extremely impulsive. I have no idea what I want to help people with. I just know I'm meant to have a bigger impact. I'm meant to help people. I'm meant to share these tools with the world. Would this be a good fit for me? And she was like, yeah, I wish I could remember her exact words actually. (laughs) But ultimately she was like, yeah, like come explore. Right. And that was the beginning. That was the beginning of my story. I, I really took on this venture, not knowing where it would lead, not having expectations or this big dream of what I wanted to create this big vision of a certain type of business. I really was taking just the next step in front of me to continue to be deeper in this world while also turning around and helping other people, impacting other people with this work. I actually played around with the idea of being some kind of postpartum coach. And I started to really develop that inside of that first business course that I took And then I just decided I'm still too close to it. Like it would, it would be triggering because it just, I felt, it felt too soon. And I also really struggled with, you know, this really postpartum depression, I truly believe is something that should be treated by trained medical professionals. So for me, ethically, it also didn't feel totally aligned So I decided to be a general life coach and really just focus on the basics of what I had learned. 
right? Helping women connect with their thoughts and their feelings so that they could stop feeling like a victim in their life so that they could feel more confident and connected to themselves. That's where I started. That was my goal for my business initially. At the time of starting my coaching business, I was still working in corporate America and we were still very much in the pandemic. The kids were both home with me. They had previously been in daycare and they weren't old enough to start school. So I was home working my corporate job, which sometimes required a 60 hour work week. I had my children at home with me and I was building my coaching business. I mean, the timing of it, it's so easy to look back today and like laugh and, and just be so proud of that girl who just didn't give a fuck, right? Who just wasn't going to let her circumstances stand in her way. I remember having people tell me, you should wait. You should wait to start your business. You should wait to build it. You should wait until the kids are in school. People would offer me this guidance and I was always like, why? Why should I wait? If this gets to look however I want it to, you know, I had no urgency to have overnight success. That was not the goal. The goal was always impact. And I just knew that I didn't have to wait. Waiting didn't feel good to me. I didn't like my reasons. And really, they weren't even my reasons, right? They were reasons that were being offered to me. I didn't like those reasons. I didn't want to wait. And that's very me. Like at the end of the day, when I have my heart and my brain set on something, it's done. You can ask my husband. (laughs) So anyways, I found myself at times feeling very overwhelmed. And it was such an opportunity for growth for me and to get really clear about what having and running a successful business looked like for where I was. It was also really an opportunity to have the self-awareness to really know what my capacity was. I saw so many peers who I was alongside this journey with who their goal was to become fully booked or to have sold out launches. And I definitely got lost in some of that along the way, but I would always take myself back to what is my capacity? What can I actually hold that doesn't sacrifice things that are important to me, including my client's experience? So from the beginning, I was building my business my way. I wasn't following the blueprints of other coaches that I saw and how they would build and scale their businesses. I was always really mindful of what is going to work best for me and what is going to feel the best for me. Now in 2021, my son started school and I also left my corporate job But that had never been part of the plan. My husband and I had a conversation around me possibly leaving corporate America once all of our credit card debt was paid off. And we had projected to be able to do that by the end of 2022, beginning of 2023. But the reason that I decided to leave corporate America almost a year and a half early, it wasn't because my business was booming and I was 
overwhelmed with the demand of clients wanting to work with me. You know, so often I hear these success stories of people leaving their full-time jobs because their business was booming. That was not my story. No, my husband and I very intentionally made the decision for me to leave corporate America because my husband and I knew that with Marcus starting school, we had the opportunity to put Mia, our youngest, back in daycare. And we just decided that's not what we wanted. So together we decided I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. And the plan was for her to start school in 2022. And As a stay-at-home mom, I would also be building my business alongside of that. And let me tell you the excitement that I felt about this decision because I was really excited about being home more intentionally (laughs) with Mia versus working my corporate job and building my business and also having the kids home alongside of that. I mean, that was a very overwhelming time of my life. And it also really did give me the best opportunity to practice the coaching tools that I was learning. But it was really exciting for me to think about having more space and more freedom in my schedule. That brought so much relief to me. And I had so much anticipation about things in my business looking really differently because I believed that I was going to have more time to focus on my business. And that was true. I did have more time than what was available to me while I was working my corporate job. But what I also found was that being a stay-at-home mom was a lot more, I don't want to say demanding. Actually, I do want to say demanding, but I want to say that without the typical connotation of like that being a bad thing. It was a new growth edge for me. And I really struggled with a lot of thoughts a lot of resentment, a lot of guilt around being the CEO of a business that I was really trying to intentionally build and being a mom with a daughter at home. There was a lot of frustration and a lot of joy. Like it was, this was not a bad time in my life. I don't want it to sound that way, but it was a journey of really figuring out how to have this new balance. And there was a lot of trial and error. And I remember people telling me again, you should just wait. You should just wait to build your business when Mia is in school. It's only a year from now. You should just wait. And there was a point at this time in my life, being the stay-at-home mom, trying to build the business, where that guidance cracked me a little and I really kind of let it in and I question should I just wait and it's kind of funny that and I felt this way back then too it's kind of funny that even though I had more time it felt like more of a struggle to be building my business during this season of my life and I know now looking back having hindsight It was because of my mindset and what I was thinking about myself and what I was thinking was possible for me. But again, I decided to double the fuck down. I knew 
that if I wanted to figure out this balance of being a very intentional and hands-on stay-at-home mom while also building a successful business, I knew that if that's what I wanted, I could figure out how to get it done. And I did. I had another opportunity with that to redefine what a successful business looked like for me, to redefine what being a hands-on stay-at-home mom looked like for me. And I also let these be very fluid. This era of my life really helped me see how much I tried to control circumstances or white knuckle my way to what I wanted. (laughs) And it really gave me the opportunity to instead let go, let go of being a perfectionist, let go of it being right, let go of it all looking a certain way. And with that, I was able to really enjoy building my business and being present with my daughter. The big surprise came in 2022 when we found out that Mia would not be starting school that year. And so I was faced again with, okay, here are my circumstances not being what I expected them to be. My daughter being home for a whole nother year. (laughs) And I knew that when I looked back on that time, I didn't want to have any regrets about how I did any of it. So the first three years of my business were filled with lessons and the theme of all of those lessons were that I was never going to be able to predict or have any control over my circumstances. But what I could control is what I thought about my circumstances, what I thought about myself and how I reacted to the unexpected. And those lessons, because that overall lesson was filled with a million little mini lessons of learning how to do that, learning how to not let my circumstances wipe me out, right? Learning how to be mentally and emotionally resilient, even when I kept making plans for how I thought things would look and it didn't turn out that way. These were times that in the thick of it felt like a hard part of the journey and a struggle. And I look back now with so much gratitude for how I continued to show up in those situations, how I continued to navigate the unexpected, how I decided to believe that it was all happening for me and it was all a gift right? More time with my daughter was a gift. I look back now and when we had our son, my husband was active in the military and the plan was for me to be a stay-at-home mom with our son. My husband ended up getting injured and was medically discharged. I mean, that's a whole other story, right? But I had the first six months of my son's life where I was home with him and I loved every moment of that. I got to really just focus on motherhood and him and enjoying our time together. And when my husband was medically discharged, everything changed. I landed up getting a corporate job, but I look back now and I'm like, wow, it was such a gift to have those two years at home with my Mia 
I love her so much, y'all. I have, <laughs> I feel like I could have a whole other podcast episode just about the evolution of my relationship with my daughter. She is the best unexpected gift that I've ever been given in this world, in this lifetime of mine. And so I look back now and I'm just so grateful for that time that we had together. I'm so grateful that she let me really be imperfect in my journey of motherhood with her. And we were on that journey together, right? She was there alongside me as I was really at the beginning of building my business. And I have such fond memories now about that circumstance, the circumstance that at times I was convinced was going to be the reason why I wasn't able to create the success I wanted in my business. I'm saying all of this, I'm sharing all of it to share with you that your circumstances will only hold you back if you decide to let them. How can you embrace what it is that you're going through, what it is that feels really unexpected, maybe a little bit unfair, right? Whatever it is that you're feeling resentful about, this is your success story. It is happening for you. You can't see that right now, maybe, right? In the thick of it, that may be hard to believe, but what if it were true? What if I'm right? That whatever circumstance you have going on that you feel like is going to be the obstacle is really the opportunity. Thank you for being here and listening to a part of my story. I'm honestly kind of surprised that I got this episode under 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That was the goal because I really, I like listening to shorter podcasts, Um, but I'm so glad that you were here and I'm so grateful that I have a community that I can share my story with. And again, I want to hear from you. What did this bring up for you? Are you going through something similar? Are you a stay at home mom navigating, building a business? Or what is the obstacle, right? The obstacle, I'm using air quotes. What is the opportunity? Come share it with me on Instagram. I love you all so much. I will talk to you next week. Bye.